Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pink Tron. Um, tonight, we've got a slightly different cast for you. Um, Steve Pritchard is getting married tomorrow. So, Steve, very, very best wishes for tomorrow. Um, obviously, sorry you can't be with us for very, very good reasons, but um, hope everything goes well tomorrow. And um, Becca's also sadly unable to join us, but we have managed to find someone from the Dirt Racing team. Um, Sean McAfee, aka MacAttack, who has been um, a long-term participant of our um, Summer Racing League series, is here to join us tonight. Um, but with no further ado, um, Sean, we, we always start these off with, um, what are you drinking tonight? Well, a big howdy, guys. Uh, you know, down here in Texas, I'd love to say I'm drinking a nice Lone Star pint of beer, but I'm actually drinking a Lemon LaCroix, so nothing, uh, nothing too fancy today. Just a little sparkling water. How about you, Craig? So, I am drinking an Electric Unicorn White IPA. Ooh, that sounds delicious. It is. I, I am... I'm genuinely drinking a bottle of wine called I Love Malbec. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and it comes from a brand called I Heart Wines. <laughs> it's it's very actually, creative. So it's the question, really quite nice. That was my question. It, it, is it actually any good? But that is, that is great labeling. Um, I also want to do a quick shout out to Ben Poynton, as, as well as the many, 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 many other people who very kindly donated to my very sad and lost cause. Um, ben um, sent over £50 during the week with the explicit instruction that I had to order wine. Um, ben, it's going to arrive in the next three days and it's a um, there's going to be six bottles of Argentinian Malbec, so thank you very much. Um, so, um, Sean is with us, um, from Dirt. Um, Sean, um, tell us a little bit, little bit about Dirt. Um, what does Dirt stand for? Um, what was the, um, where, 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 where did it originate from? Um, when did you start? How many of our riders have you poached? That sort of thing. <laughs> as far as I know, we haven't successfully poached any riders that I know of yet, but we're working on that. Um, so... DIRT stands for Dads Inside Riding Trainers, and uh, right at the moment, I think we're the largest uh, Zwift team on Zwift Power, so we got a lot of folks in a lot of different places. Uh, we're really heavy here on the East Coast of the United States, and uh, I think that's where you know, some of our the founding members, members um, Jason Stern and Ken Noel and Doug Mastroni, but they, uh, they all kind of met over there on the East Coast riding uh, early in the morning on Zwift. And, you know, one thing led to another and they said, hey, let's ride together. And that became this this huge group of, of dads um, just kind of supporting each other all across the world. You know, it, we talk about riding, we talk about training, we talk about kids, we talk about all sorts of stuff. You know, it's uh, we're living life together. So um, I've been a part of it since maybe three, three months or so after it first started. And I can't tell you what year that was because it's all been a blur for the past two. Yeah, last 18 months have been quite crazy. Um, yeah, so... Um, obviously, you, um, Clay, and um, a, a number of other dirt guys really, really bought into the whole um, herd um, summer racing league, and we, we love seeing you guys there every week. Um, you obviously, you guys bring um, a level of um, 
competition and and you also you always talk about how you, you work together strongly as a team um i i know i know craig's gonna have a few questions on this but why, why don't you just tell us about um <laughs> why, why don't you just tell us about um what what your setup is how you guys work together during races so I don't know how much of this is, uh, you know, not labeled top secret, um, but we do try to uh, we we try to bring a level of organization. Uh, we honestly we just kind of fell into the herd. We had one of our members, Chris Schwinker, and or Schwinker, and um, he had said he came out and said, "Hey, come come join this thing. It's a uh, a points race, and it's kind of all over the place." Um, and so when we first jumped into that, it was. We spent the first season, and I think this was HSRL 2, but we spent that almost in the entire season trying to figure out how the game gets played. <laughs> so, you know, by the time we got into HSRL 3, we had, we had scripts written out for like, all right, we're, we're going to attack these different races, and um, these people will do this, these people will block other riders, and it became like this just ridiculous thing um that we started doing and you know we'd have guys that would wake up at two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning just to uh to jump into a race and try to to knock down um i think it was who was the guy that won that that last series but we're trying to knock thieg diplomat trying to knock him down by one one point <laughs> um, but we, we slowly chipped away at it. Uh, we've had, I think, the past two seasons, we've had a dirt rider win the B category, which is our big focus. And then um, we're getting some folks that are really stepping up in A. Um, Dustin Elliott and Dan Wisner, those guys tore it up last season in the, in the A category. And uh, so we're just, you know, we're having fun. We love this series. The, the points races you guys put together are just a ton of fun. It's the best way to race, I think. So I completely agree. So uh, going back to that same timeline from, uh, from my perspective, and uh, I, I think James was just a little bit behind me, that HSRL2, um, I, was, uh, I was doing really well in C and uh, got... got uh, pipped on the last race by uh our good buddy Cy Seymour and uh then so I got promoted to to be in between ser series two and series three and then got dumped into uh trying to fight with you guys and uh that was quite the education <laughs> we uh we have a lot of fun man um you know we talk crap on our discord channel all day long and through Facebook and everything else it's uh it's a riot yeah no that's good um, I guess something, and uh, th this is actually uh, genuine interest on uh, how you guys uh, work out getting people into the, into the same place that are doing the same race. As far as uh, I assume you're using Discord channels, we do too, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so just how you you work out that link up, because that's always been our probably our weakness is getting people expecting each other to be there and uh, and then we're oh, yeah. up. when we do team up we tend to have a lot of fun doing it but so it works really well uh from what i've seen as as small groups you know if um this season for hsrl we we had a very large group all across b that was going at this and i think we we were really successful because we had a lot of guys that came out they showed up they did all the races and they performed well but um I think we lo we didn't have 
the level of kind of that, that camaraderie or kind of watching each other's back that we had in HSRL two, and that was something pretty unique because, I mean, you know, it was a basically a group of eight of us um, that we were just kind of like, hey, let's let's take this really over the top seriously and try to do really really well on the herd and see if we can't you know supplant anybody else and get our man up there. Um, we have found that kind of using, a, I guess, a, a Google a Google Docs sheet that everybody can kind of share between us is a good way to keep people straight. Um, you know, just using it as a basic sign-up. And we've got like, so we, we call it the, the Dirt Domination Playbook. Um, and it's specifically for the, the Herd series. And uh, basically just consists of, you know, tips and tricks for each course and a sign-up sheet for all the different time zones and so we'll have people who register for a time zone and say hey I'm gonna be there and then you know a couple weeks later people start expecting to see other people they've raced with you know the prior week so that's how we've done it so far so that, no, that's really interesting I guess uh, there's a bit of a uh, there's always been a little I think a little bit of a reticence to, to really get into using team tactics for us where this is kind of our own series where every you know the primary competition is how well you can do, get how well can you do against the other herders or i know that's how a lot mm -hmm. of people take it so uh yeah no it's it's an interesting thing for us but i know we did have a little bit of a shenanigan going on uh for the uh james's little surprise on the uh lap time prime on in paris <laughs> but uh yeah, that didn't work out well personally for me with a series of dropouts, but uh, that was a lot of fun. We got a lot of guys all in the same race for that. The, the plan, the plan was fantastic, um, and the, the plan was organised very well. It's just obviously you, you can't do anything about technicals, and, and you you were very unlucky with your dropouts. But um, just how everyone all pulled together and tried to work to the plan was was great to see. Um, I think on 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 the point of um, dirt coordinating um, to get everyone together at the same time, da 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 da. Um, I, I, I think that probably says a lot about our origins. Um, so I, I think an awful lot of herd racing originated in DNC, and I, I, I certainly originated in D. Um, mm -hmm. And it's more been about sort of. Um, participation, encouragement, safe place for racing, and those sort of things, rather than the, the competition aspect has absolutely grown. Um, but I don't think that's where we started from. Um, sure. and, and, and as people have grown, and we have more A's and more A's in the herd now than we, we, have, we ever have done. Um, and certainly we've got a, a really large contingent of B's uh, similar to dirt. Um, I, 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 I'd like to think that will come um but also i want to ensure that we are looking after our core base as well which essentially i'd say probably rcs with with a large number of d's as well and i, I think in in the last series i probably put on too many long races that almost alienated some of the d riders um so i've, I've certainly looked in in this current series to make it a bit more doable for everyone yeah that uh there was a couple of those that would be very long in a d category More than a couple, honestly. There <laughs> yeah. were a few. I was probably in a really bad mood when I set the last series. I can't remember. Someone had probably annoyed me. I think that may. It have been was probably me. me. 
Oh, man. Generally, I have to warn people when I'm um, deciding what the schedule's going to be. So if people are really nice to me at that time, I'm actually really quite nice to everyone else. But if I'm in a really bad mood, you get some really long stages in. So I must have been <laughs> in an absolutely hideous one when I thought 10 laps of hilly would be a good idea. Yeah, the 10 laps of hilly was crazy. That was a ter think... terrific, terrific race. And I mean, it, it absolutely killed me on the 8th hilly, the 8th the hill to watch uh, our good buddy Clay and the rest of the lead mm -hmm. group just ride away from me. But uh, th that was a really fun uh, lead group we had of seven riders up to that point. And I think that um, everyone that did, did complete the route, um, sadly I didn't because my um, shoes snapped. Um, I think that everyone that did complete it, um, got a, um, a, a really great sense of achievement and, and certainly that, that that's been the comments that i've seen um after that race was finished but um mm -hmm. people be very glad to hear there are no 92 kilometer races this series <laughs> <laughs> um sean so obviously uh, i'm race director of the herd um, i understand that you run your own um outdoor racing series I do. So we uh, we just kicked off with our first week last Thursday and then had one last night, uh, you know, today being Friday. Um, but I run here in Dallas, Texas, I run the uh, DFW Summer Series. We started it up uh, 10, 10 years ago almost, I think now. And it's a weeknight mountain bike racing series, which uh, here in Dallas, Texas, we are a little short on mountains, but we've got some great little mountain bike trails and a dedicated community here that rides constantly. So um, I started putting together just some short track mountain bike races uh, 10 years ago. And, you know, I've found myself continuing to do so today. And it's it's one of the things that I love doing. You know, I just like to, to bring some excitement, some passion and um, a lot of fun, a lot of fun and a lot of smack talk <laughs> to, to whatever bicycle environment I can find. So. You know, whether it's uh, Zwift or, or outdoors, I, it's, I thrive on competition. I think it's a lot of fun. And it's uh, I'm just glad that we have these avenues, you know, to meet each other and have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, what, what sort of distance are these races over? So these are like real short. Um, typically, the, our juniors and women's categories, they, all, they both go for 30 minutes, uh, usually about six miles in total. But these are, you know... As you can probably guess, it's like sprint distance, um, you know, road racing or something. Like, so if the Dirt Doozy or some of these other short little uh, mass start events that are on Zwift, that's what it is. It's just a all-out sprint for at least a half hour. Um, our men's races usually go about 45 minutes up to an hour, and so it's just, it's just hard, hard racing. And it's real tight, uh, a lot of twisty sections. Um, People are having a great time and we've had some massive participation so far this year so just having a ton of fun sounds like absolute carnage um what, oh, yeah. when, when you say like uh high levels of participation what, what sort of numbers are we talking about so we've had 150 people show up and race uh the past two weeks and that's that's you know mind-blowing to me because when i started this thing up 10 years ago it was me and uh, maybe 10 other people hanging out in the field of a park <laughs> and it's just kind of grown over time so you know we've had 200 plus people including spectators and uh volunteers on the past two weeks um and i'm hoping that we can just continue to grow and get more people out on bikes yeah brilliant um you mentioned that um 
yesterday you had a race when's the next one next one's gonna be uh next thursday um so the 20 no not the 24th whatever next thursday is be the first of july canada day is it absolutely yeah if you if you go to the um wtr website um, you are presented with a, a very very in your face um canadian flag <laughs> only fair so um i i think and i i probably can't really ask for questions for this um, i think the, the next segment we're looking to do so um, tonight's a little bit different um just because we're, we're we're um down a couple of comrades um so we thought we'd um have a chat with um sean about dirt and thought we'd also do a, a little segment on um herd racing league and where it um, came from and where it's going. Um, so I probably can't really ask the questions on this. So I'm going to need you guys to help me out a little bit. So James, I guess I, I do have a couple of questions. And uh, I mean, I, I've asked you a bunch of this in the past, but there, there's there's new ones too. Um, so one I've really got is uh, how did you end up as the guy? Because I mean, you were... Um, you were a pretty novice biker, I think, or a cyclist, I think, when you uh, when you took all this on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, for those that don't know, um, so the, the herd was essentially a splinter group out of a another group called us uh, with beginner riders, um, which was entirely centered around group rides, um, generally paces of around like one to one point five watts per kilo. Um, Back in the very end of December 2018, um, the herd was formed, um, and at the same time, the herd racing league was created as well. Um, at that stage, there was a single racing series um, which had three events. Um, they were what are currently race number two, four, and five of the summer racing league series. So. Um, in UK time, um, 22.50 on Friday, 12.00 and 20.00 on Saturday. And and basically, um, they were for riders with a max of 2.5 watts per kilo. There were <laughs> category A through H, um, and each of those categories was cool. a subset of 0 to 2.5 watts per kilo. So um, if, if you did over 2.5, you got disqualified, um, which in my earlier days was my my ultimate goal was to get disqualified i wanted to do more than two and a half watts a kilo um but the, the, the downside to that was that you never knew which category you're going to be in each week um because the subsets were so small um but essentially how how i got involved was i would try to encourage a few guys every week to do um wkg's mini crit which was basically um I think the, the most common one was, um, uh, I think it's three laps of Volcano Circuit counterclockwise, um, and occasionally a couple of uh, single lap ones. I think now they, they do a single lap of Champs Elysees, which is the only time Champs Elysees is tolerable when it's just a single mm. lap. Um, I hate so, that place. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I would try and get a few people together. And then one of us, I can't remember who, um, noticed that this um group called wtrl who are now obviously very well known um were trying out this um team time trial concept and i thought yeah that sounds like a lot of fun 
let's get a team together. So I called a few people out and, and we, we ended up um, putting two teams together for uh, WTRL, TTT and number one. Um, they, they'd done some beta testing before that, but um, we put two teams in, in, in the first official TTT. And now we, I think um, in the winter months, we have between about 25 and 30 teams. Um, and it kind of went from there, really. Um, I got in touch with a, a few people at Zwift about um, organizing new events, um, changed HBR into a, a mass start for everyone series. Um, initially, um, the first time we did HBR, um, your average watts per kilo determined which category you were going to go in, which from um, an administration point of view was an absolute bloody nightmare. Um, but that evolved into a, a single category racing series. We then had the um, uh, Tour of Hadopia, which was basically 10 weeks of absolute hell. Um, generally 90 minute races, some were a couple of hours, added the Stampede, um, which is our individual time trial series, um, Balls I Followed, which is our um, first ever line multi-lap points race. And then um, Heard Summer Racing League um, evolved from that, which was um, all um, faster segment times. And after, after that, we put on um, Heard of Mountain Gates, a climbing series, and then just recently our first um, ladies series. So it's it's all grown quite rapidly. You're blowing it out of the park, man. It's uh, you got a lot going on. Which one is your favorite? I'm I'm really enjoying Stampede at the moment. To be honest, I mean um, HSRL will always be my favorite because I absolutely adore the concept. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm really enjoying the time trials. James, I uh, personally, I, I think uh, Herd, the Herd Summer Racing League is amazing. Um, so I, both from it's whether you're at the very front of the race competing for the win or you're new in the category and you fall off the pace early. It, there's it's really good for competition. It's lots of fun. It's really good for development because you still have something to work for all the way through the race um i i think the 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 format is absolutely brilliant and uh, so i i joined herd racing league just as the start of uh hsrl one happened um so that's that's my entire history in in herd racing league and i absolutely love it yeah, so um, when when I started the um, Summer Racing League series, um, I think I was a very low C, and I was a little bit bored with always f finishing at the uh, the back of the pack. I just thought, actually, if if we've got like um, time segment racing, that there's something for everyone. Um, there's something for guys at the front because they're going to be quick, um, but there's also something for the guys at the back too. Um, so they, they they can just like sit up through uh, in between the segments and then really really go for it. Um, and at the say at, at that at that time I, I was a lot heavier, um, but I also had a twelve hundred watt sprint. Um, so I I could really really hammer the sprint segments and actually pick up some really good points and finish mid pack. Whereas I was actually right at the back of the field, but 
I could hammer the sprints and actually not do too badly. Um, and, and there are guys who are like the uh, back end of a category that are quite light and are actually really good at climbing. So but they, they could hammer the climbs as well. And then you've got your all-rounders who can like hammer both and do really, really well. Um, but no, I, I, I love the concepts. Um, I think in terms, in terms of conceptual race series, that and Bullseye are definitely my favorite too. Um, but I'm terrible at Bullseye. <laughs> um, even with the 1200 watt sprint uh i think the 1200 watt sprint is now more like 800 these days <laughs> so james I, I just have to note that at at the time that we did hsrl1 you absolutely pounded me i was a lower ce than you were I, I, I don't think we can really talk about um, C racing without me mentioning my one and only gold trophy in C when we did, oh, uh, what was it, Caspat? Um, and I won by a single point. It that was. was amazing. That, that was a um, great win. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, no, Craig, um, I, I remember um, being in C, and I think Steve was in D, but... Um, I, I don't remember you being a lower category than me. I, I always thought you were, you were better. No, so we were uh, we were both C, um, but uh, I, I was I was always chasing you in both the standings and individual races. So uh, no, in, in series one you were uh, you were a little better than me. I was uh, I, I did finish last in several of series one C races. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> It did. Boy, that's that's shocking that you're now a, uh, a fairly high level B. Well, I mean, it, to be fair, I didn't, I wasn't really training much for more than a month before uh, HSRL one happened. Okay, so you were kind of fighting your way into shape. Uh, well, so I was in pretty good shape, but I hadn't really done cycling, so my my history's Actually. running. Okay. Yeah, and I, th I think um, on, from from my point of view, I, I wasn't in particularly good shape, and my history definitely <laughs> definitely wasn't running unless someone really big and heavy was chasing me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, I, I I I do like that. I, I think you'll probably agree, Craig, that we sort of developed at sort of similar paces, um, and we we both got to very very top end of B at a very very sort of similar time and over a similar uh, similar time scale. So it's it's been fun. Um, I I will definitely say your racecraft your 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 racecraft is much better than mine, and I fully expect to finish behind you over this series. But um, it's always been really fun racing with you. Well, thank you. I, I do expect to finish behind you in this weekend's HSRL because that is watts per kilogram and over, it's a 17 or 18 minute go as hard as you can and I don't expect to do that well. This is, this is my one chance at winning a race and I blew that as well. <laughs> so talking about um, this weekend's race, so it is the first weekend. So this weekend in the Herd Summer Racing League, we have the first event in our new series. This weekend sees us take on the 8km Bologna TT stage. The good news is that it's 75% flat, with only a little 230 meter bump over the final 2km. Set your best time as you set off on a staggered start and see how it stacks up against the competition. Craig, you and I could talk about this route for a very, very long time. What's and your strategy? And we have. 
Um, so yeah, we, 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 we can, and we have, and, uh, I, I mean, honestly, the, uh, it, it all boils down to two or three things. I mean, the, the first one is you, you need to go harder on the hill than you do on the flat. Um, and this is what I struggle with. I always go out too hard. Um, arrow matters more than you think it does. And a TT bike is the best setup, but I mean, all of that analysis that you see on Zwift Insider and everywhere else is based on someone that is essentially me with that weighs right around 75 kilograms and has an FTP close to 300. Um, so a really high level B. Um, when you start getting into low C's and D's and especially guys that have higher watts than 300, but lower watts per kilogram, uh, then that's where you start getting into, you know, maybe aiming towards climbing a little bit might work. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's tight. Basically go arrow and, uh, go easier on the flat than you're going to go on the climb. I um, did this race earlier, and I think the hardest thing, apart, apart from the fact the hill was absolutely disgusting and really, really hard, um, the, <laughs> the, the, the second hardest part is actually moderating your pace on the flat. I agree with that. That it, It's a very hard to, to keep from going out too hot on that flat part. Yeah, so uh, I, I know my best times have not been my last two or three attempts at this course and it's because i have gone out faster and faster and faster so that's uh definitely my trouble on this yeah i mean so um, today I, I i set myself targets based on what i thought were the very very upper limits of what i could do um do you think that over the last couple you've probably set yourself targets for that are even a little bit higher than that. Yes, far more than what I can actually do. So I, I, I mean, I've been the last two. I've basically tried to go a little over FTP on the flat, and then way over FTP on the hill, and that just doesn't work. You end up blowing up just yeah. before the finish, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do the same thing, so I'm I'm right there with you. I, I can never pace the uh, the flat section properly, and every time I blow up right before that last uh, the turn underneath the uh, the bridge or the overpass, whatever it is, through the wall. Um, at that turn, I'm I am completely sunk every time. Yeah, so, so I, um... I know I can do this because uh, so when we did the uh, I think it was New Year's Eve team time trial on Bologna. And uh, I had several, several dropouts that day. Um, and I, I was, I, I was quite a bit back. Um, and I eventually just kind of went into like steady state, you know, zone three-ish uh, on the flat and then absolutely hammered it when I finally hit the hill. And I caught my team. I, I can't remember how many seconds I made up. It was more than I thought I was going to be able to. But I made it up long before we hit the top. And uh, so, I, so I, I, I was in this team. Um, I, I think you were 30 seconds back. And you wow. absolutely hammered the hill. It was one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. <laughs> it, but it was, I, 
I'd half given up because um, I, I, I was I was at FTP and trying to go because I knew I, I could go pretty close to how fast the front was going, but I just couldn't keep up with the bunch. And then so I said, no, I, I it's not going to happen here. I'm not going to catch them on the flat. So I, I just kind of backed off to save up and said, if I'm going to catch them, it's going to be on the hill. And it, it works. Going hard on the hill works. I just need to get that into my head on the time, on the individual time trial. I also remember, I mean, we, we, we did two laps. Um, and I just remember Steve Pritchard, I think it was the first lap. Um, the pace we were going was basically in between his two preferable gears. Um, so he, he was basically just pulling in front of us because he obviously didn't want to fall behind, but he couldn't find a gear to do the same pace. I mean, obviously... For, for reasons unbeknown to us he couldn't have chosen their different cadence but um steve steve's happy pace was just a little bit faster than the rest of the group um although he, he, i can't remember exactly but he probably paid for it on the second lap but um um that 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 was a very enjoyable race and it was, it was the first day of the uh, festive 500 as well because why why wouldn't you start a uh, 500 kilometer week with two laps of bologna i mean it, it just makes perfect sense <laughs> Yep, it was loads of fun anyway. It really was. Um, so um, coming up this week, so obviously we, we have um, the Bologna TT um, over uh, Friday to Sunday this weekend. Um, Sunday and Monday in the Herd of Mountain Goats, we have the delightful 1,534 metres of climbing that is then top in France. Um, the I'm going to come back to this, actually, because I want your opinion, um, Craig and Sean. Um, our no draft um, individual time trial series on uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is uh, UCI Harrogate for two laps. Um, then in the Herd Shiris, um, we our, our ladies only category racing series. Uh, we have um, five or six laps of Seaside Sprint. It's uh, six of your A or B. Um, five if you are C or D, and that's a fastest through segment points race again. Um, exactly the same principle as a Herd Summer Racing League. Um, and finally, on Wednesday, Thursday, we have the first event of Bullseye, which is our um, multi-lap um, first over-the-line point series. Um, we have 12 laps of Downtown Dolphin. Um, just coming back to UCI Harrogate, uh, ma mainly for my own benefit, because I can't make up my own mind, Considering there is no draft and it's an individual time trial, do you take a TT bike or do you tron it? TT bike. Definitely a TT bike. Even though it's basically 50% up, 50% down? Yes, because it's 50% yeah. down. Yep. Canyon it's just, it's just too powerful. Yeah, I, I mean, you could go with the Cervelo... Uh, is it C5, um, the or P5? Sorry, the but not yeah. the P5X, but the P5 because that is, I think, the best climbing uh, TT bike. But uh, the, you definitely want TT bike, and I think it's yeah. still Speed Max. So I, I, I was gonna go Canyon Speed Max with um, eight five eight Super Nines, um, but I just wasn't sure because it's such a bumpy route whether or not something slightly non-TT might work. So I would probably opt out of the disc maybe and go with like the 858 or the 454s. That's 
my choice for a lot of the uh, the hillier stuff, if I have to go with an aero bike, um, I typically will throw one of those on. I think either way, it's going to be quite painful. Absolutely. We, we, we did everything bagel last week, and as, as, as horrible as it was, it was a really, really fun event. And I, I've... Stampede is one of a series that I've really wanted to get into. And with um, ZRL not happening at the moment because of the, uh, the summer break, um, it, it's given me the opportunity to. Um, I absolutely hate and I absolutely love individual time trials. I absolutely <laughs> hate how I feel, but I actually really enjoy them at the same time. It's a great personal test. Nothing uh, exposes the weaknesses like that does. I think personally what, what's been so important to me about doing ITTs is having a plan before you start. With mm -hmm. like your standard um, scratch races with draft, it's hang on to the group, try and leave a little bit of sprint at the end. But um, I, I think with ITTs, it's so much more a case of planning what you're going to do on the flat sections and what you're going to do on the hills. So on, on um, everything bagel last week, um, I plans to do three seven on the flats and four and a half on on the uh, the two new york comps and, and and that worked fairly well um un unfortunately to me there were um, a couple of guys who were heavier than me that had the same watts per kilo so uh, no chance there mate i cannot compete with guys who are going to be um putting out um 330 watts and also doing 3.7 on the flat <laughs> but, it um, is no, rough Stampede's been a lot of fun. Um, uh, quick shout out to um, Nigel Spink and Lee Hodgson, who have been fantastic competition at my end. And also um, all the hogs as well. The um, herd of uh, galloping stallions who have been um, having great battles in the bees. Um, Simon Gardner, Hugh Shepherd, Gary Raven, going to forget some people. I love you all, but I've forgotten your names. I'm really sorry. Um, and, and there's always Ernst Lackeys, who's an absolute diamond. Ernst but... is amazing on TTs. I love it. I think we've got a little potential um, herd championship series coming up to talk about. Um, so... Um... Off the top of my head, um, the oh, I'm going to have to look it up now. Um, I can't remember the dates. So the the, the herd club championship um, will be absolutely disgusting, brutal, and the greatest thing in the entire world. So from the third to the eighth of September, we will have four races. Um, they are basically our four um, mixed series. So, um, Herd Summer Racing League, followed by um, Herd of Mountain Goats, followed by the Stampede, followed by Bullseye. So, this is basically going to be um, three laps of London Loop um, for Herd Summer Racing League um, on the 3rd, 4th, 5th of September. Um, that will feature three fastest through segment efforts on Box Hill. Then, <laughs> and the we, London we... Sprint. 
Oh, we do have a sprint as well. Yep, sorry, you're, you're quite right. Um, so we've got three lots of the mail sprint as well. Um, then on Sunday, Monday, um, so the 5th and the 6th of September, um, we have a race to the top event up for Herd of Mountain Goats. Um, for the Stampede, so 5th, 6th and 7th, um, it's an ITT around Volcano Climb after party, so um, three laps of uh, Watopia, no, not Watopia, a Volcano Flat, um, the third of which you turn up to Volcano when climbing your little hearts out. And then finally, um, on the 8th of September, we will have Bullseye, which is um, eight laps of Queen's Highway in Yorkshire. Um, so, um, Eight opportunities for points over the line with double points on the final lap. Um, Craig, I, I think I, I think it's going to be absolutely disgusting and horrible, but at the same time, absolutely beautiful. It, this is going to be yes, both of those things. Um, I I was not expecting you to do this on Ventop Week of the uh, Mountain Goats, but uh, <laughs> so thank you very much for that. But uh, yeah, uh, so uh, thank you very much for taking my suggestion on this because I think this is going to be absolutely amazing. And I'm not, I'm not claiming this as my sole idea. I'm sure other people have suggested this in the past, but I think a, a multi-day race like this is, uh, I think, going to be really fun. So on the, on the um, topic of Ed Top, I guess, um, obviously we, we had it in um, Heard Summer Racing League last series. Sean McAfee, has Stephen Pritchard <laughs> ever reached out to you about the one time he beat you in a race? <laughs> On Ventop? Yep. <laughs> yes, he has, he has made that known. I, I, I genuinely cannot emphasize how excited he was when he realized <laughs> he'd beaten you. He, he was the happiest man in the entire world. <laughs> well, I was happy for him. That was, uh, that was a bad race for me, but man, that was a brutal, brutal climb. Uh, I, I remember um, Simon Shifty Gardner. Um, he, he was on Discord, and a few of us were, and he went, oh, bloody hell, James, you're only 30 seconds behind me. I was like, really okay and and, and ben, ben ben held um three and a half watts per kilo for the next 25 minutes absolutely killed me but i got past um, i got past simon and um that, that absolutely made my race um <laughs> I, I i think on on, on that note that there, there, there's so much importance on if you're not winning races the individual battles that you have during those races will always give you motivation and and sometimes it can be quite hard if you towards the, the the bottom half of the field it's mm. it's it's always so important to look for those little battles to give you motivation because um if you're doing the same race time every week you'll probably meet the same people every week um and certainly for me in um hbr over, over winter um <laughs> um i i kept on bumping into um loris van der castile um one of our um, Italian races, and we generally finish within one or two positions of each other, probably five weeks in a row, and and and, and that's what made it for me. On well, that, that's how, I... you know, we all got we all got connected. Here was uh, I kept seeing Craig on a weekly basis, both on Facebook as well as out in the races, and uh, we just that's a little common bickering back and forth. It's it's good for you. 
it it, it is and sean i def I, I i definitely missed you you uh on uh our hbr the the uncategorized series over the winter um mm -hmm. and i had great battles with uh with clay jackson uh through there who uh is apparently now disguised as uh uncle something or other <laughs> uncle bangle yeah yeah <laughs> there's a story behind that but i don't know it <laughs> So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no. So I, I had great battles with him. Uh, so he, he stood in for you as my uh, my dirt nemesis. But uh, awesome. yeah, I'm glad to have you back. Man, we uh, we just really uh, enjoy the you know friend 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 of me. Is it friend of me friend of me relationship that we've got with you guys? So we have a lot of fun with uh, with the herd series and um, herding is probably our favorite favorite pastime now. <laughs> sure. One of the things um, I meant to ask earlier, um, I'm fairly certain um, Dirt have a bunch of uh, social rides. Do you guys run any races of your own? We, um, that's actually a really good question. I don't know the answer to right now. Uh, we used to run some Wednesday morning races in conjunction with USA Cycling. Uh, we used to have one on Sundays, but I think that it might be out currently. Um, we have a huge, a lot of, huge slate of, of social rides, and I wish I had a better answer for that because I don't know what races we might have right now. Um, on, on another note, I, I am jealous of the fact I think you have six different kits, and we, we, we just have the one. <laughs> we do have, uh, I think, four now. Fair enough. Um, you'll have to give me a few tips on how, how we can get our um our black and red racing <laughs> racing kit into into zwift afterwards um but um we 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 were um absolutely delighted after a, a very long time of trying to um get the herd racing kit um in um as a little christmas present from zwift um last year um Aww. and it's it's always very gratifying to see um other people wearing uh, the herd kit um i, I saw um a couple when when I was uh, just doing a um, a free ride yesterday and gave them both away. They didn't wave back, but they probably don't understand the value of a wave. Um, <laughs> um, I, I I think we are probably just about there for tonight. Um, John, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here, and it's been an absolute pleasure having um, Dirt getting involved in um, many of our racing series, um, HBR and HSRL in particular, uh, but. Thank you very much for giving up some of your um, valuable time to um, come and chat with us tonight. Um, big thanks also to Craig. Um, and just one more. Good luck, Stephen Pritchard. Um, I hope tomorrow is an absolute treat, and I hope you have a fantastic day. And the one piece of advice I will give you is take a minute um, with um, Harriet. Um, just escape for um, even five minutes and, and just sit back and think, yes, we did it. We are great. Have a brilliant day. And a big thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, good night from me. Good night, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for having me.